Say tastes people. I don't have a pencil here. It's okay. It's okay. Salutations, people. In a world where secret powers are in play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives crusaders of truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. It. Salutations, team. I don't normally play ads at the start of the uh, the transmission, but Forbidden Closes, Forbidden Closes ad is like so on point with like all the stuff that we do that it's gonna get massive amounts of plays until until they come up with another one. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. It's Instagram Crew Day Tuesday, which means we are spending some time with you guys. I had to take off the blazer because I was getting hot and sweaty. Um, I had some appointments earlier today, and I'll have to throw the blazer back on, but I took it off for now. Sorry if it looks like I'm wearing the same thing I wore last week. That's, I thought about that like as I was coming onto the air, but um, that's inconsequential. That's neither here nor there. Welcome, my friends, to this edition of Instagram Live. I'll shoot you straight. We're basically going to be talking about uh, Operation Dark Winter, martial law underneath a Biden administration, and various other things. You know, uh, apparently Biden is now our president, and we're going to go along with that. But uh, and I said this last week too. You have people that say, oh, they feel so much free now that they've got Biden off or Biden as president. They feel like they can take their mask off whenever they're completely unaware that, you know, Biden's for sure the one calling for additional lockdowns. Uh, and so that just shows the the ignorance of the American public, man. Like stuff is crazy. But let me go ahead and get into these updates and then I'll start playing video clips for you guys and we'll start getting into things. Um, oh, I should probably put that there. Salutations to Forbidden Clothes for joining us. You just missed it, bud. I just played uh, I just played your clip, your intro. I said that it's gonna keep getting plays over here until you guys make a new one because it's so on point with what we do over here. Uh, so for our listeners and our viewers that are watching right now, it's Forbidden Clothes, the dude right there. Forbidden underscore underscore clothes. You can find some sweet gear over there uh, that's very conscious and to the point from don't even don't even trip forbidden keep putting out amazing content bro and you got a home over here that's how it works uh real recognizes real updates topics show start <clears throat> updates if you guys want to support this operation you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program we're growing all the time uh we just had a what's weird is we just had a 
meeting, an exclusive members meeting that people didn't show up to. Yeah, every other week we're having exclusive member meetings somewhat similar to this, but we just had our first meeting that people didn't show up to. And it was kind of wild because I was there by myself for two hours, not talking to anybody. And while I do that all the time, uh, I kind of look forward to being able to talk with the audience in a much more uh, contained, concise way. Uh, and so when you guys join our exclusive membership program, you get to take part in that, in that discussion, uh, in the chats, and also the developments that we do over here with the flagship show, with the flagship page and all this other stuff. Uh, but if you guys want to support this operation, you could do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program. Uh, I made mention of this and I've been making mention of it basically like since October. Are we still in October? No, it's November. Since like October that I will come up with a way to do our exclusive membership program the same way we do it with Instagram Live, where I'll send out a link to you guys and it'll be like on a certain tier that I do this. It could be like our, our standard tier or our, silver, or our silver membership, but I'll put out a link where people can join us and engage in this type of discussion because I really do think that people benefit uh, from, from the discussions that other people bring. And so our audience is a huge part in what we do. And so I really wanna to try to figure out how to include you guys and incorporate you, incorporate you more into the work. Um, I'll say this about exclusive membership and then I'll go talk about my Patriot Supply. Uh, I, I, I gave them a shout out that gave you guys a shout out uh, because you know these are people that tune in, show up week after week uh, and encourage this type of behavior and encourage this type of development of the project and the operation and so on and so forth. And I don't really take the time to really show you guys that you are important, that this really does mean the world. I mean, like I said, I've got clients for the rest of the day, but I'm willing to set but I've set aside time for this because it's that much more important. Uh, that we have a relationship, right? That you see who the page owner and the page operator is without the mask. So we get, so we have like a real relationship. And I think that's what's lost with a lot of content providing these days is that authenticity. And so I had to give a quick shout out to our exclusive members. That's driving me mad. I had to give a quick shout out to our exclusive members, you know, for being there, for, you know, helping encourage this type of behavior, encourage the operation, you know, and help finance and, 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 just do all this, man. Um, I'm getting better at giving compliments. I'm just extraordinarily grateful to be in this position and given this opportunity. I'm just hoping I don't screw it up. So, final update, and then we'll go ahead and get started with you guys. You may have seen us post about ah, food shortages. Well, I'm gonna pull out my 30-day plot, my 30-day supply of food. We're gonna be talking about food shortages. Food shortages, rationing, bread lines, and crazy stuff like that, you know. When you, again, look at the socioeconomic devastation that COVID-19 has wrought, if you have not gotten yourself storable goods or any type of thing like that, a garden going in your backyards, uh, created like a commodity, that way you can communicate with your, net, or, or, with your neighborhood. You know, if you're not thinking of the next year, the next two years, for five years, you're not paying attention. I want to I want to recommend to you guys to get my Patriot Supply storable goods. They're still online. They've opened up two new factories. Even during the lockdown, they got the FDA in there, and everything's all all kosher and clear. Uh, they they went from having an eight week shipping window 
because they received over a hundred times their normal volume. They went from having eight weeks till you get your food to now about a week or two. I would definitely recommend you guys to do so. If you have, if you've got finances to do so, I would definitely recommend you guys to start taking the time to build up that reserve, build up that supply. Uh, there's no way that you're going to have enough to supply you right off the bat, but my God, you know, they're talking about the vegan agenda already. With this lockdown stuff, all I'm saying is if you don't have storable goods, if you don't have water, if you don't know people that have storable goods, you need to do that. Um, I'll say this and start getting into stuff. Last week, I told you guys that I like, I had to kill one of my chickens. This week, I'm like putting in for my hunting license. Uh, and this is just me being extremely nerdy, right? <laughs> A deer can feed a family for up to two to six weeks. Did you know that? I know I, I know we have like hunters and folks that have done hunts in their entire life that listen to us, but you know, this is gonna be my first hunt going out there and go get it done. But did you know that a deer, a full grown deer, could feed a family if they were eating nothing for nothing but venison for three day three meals a day for two to six weeks? I thought to myself, my God. So you're telling me if I go out there and go bag me a deer, I could feed my family and other families for two to six weeks wow that seems like a good deal so i'm gonna go out there and go start hunting i'm gonna go out there and go start doing other things and this is all off of being prepared stocking up teaching yourself some new skills don't use this time to be all depressed locked inside Pro project into the future and see what you need to do today to secure that for you uh, and with that being said let's go ahead and start the show here are the topics. Like I said before, we're gonna be talking about Operation Dark Winter, uh, Lockdown 2, AKA martial law underneath a Biden administration, as well as the legalization of drugs, intoxicants, and suggestions, and how they're being used to pacify the population as the tyranny increases. You know, uh, just last week, I tried to get into talking about the externalization of the hierarchy with you guys, but I think it would be even more, it'd be even, this week would be better for me to talk about this type of stuff uh, and when I say the externalization of the hierarchy, what I'm really saying is the adaptation of their ideology. You see, uh, adopt like the death science, the population control, eugenicists, you see. We're gonna get into that type of nonsense. Um, this is why you've seen a lot of people throughout the, throughout the pandemic go into Stockholm Syndrome and think that they are a part of the power structure as they begin to exert that tyrannical force on others. They're adopting their ideology. They have externalized their hierarchy. The system within us that, you know what? Yeah, we do these things. We're not gonna give you freedom. We don't wanna listen to your views. We're gonna censor you. And now you have people actually believing that and encouraging it and joining the power structure so they can do it to others. Jared 25 says that I should talk about the Great Reset and the connections to transhumanism. Jared, my friend, uh, I'll do that in this segment I do have the clip of Klaus Schwab talking about how the pandemic is being used to merge our biological, our uh, digital, and I forget what the third thing is. We'll get into that uh, because you're right. The, the vaccines are going to be a Trojan horse uh, from, from I'll, I'll, I'll get into that, Jared. Don't you worry. Uh, let me go ahead and start starting. Um, these are in no particular topic. We're not talking about voter fraud or election meddling, <clears throat> but I'm just saying in general, they have lost control of people's minds. Yep, they've become ungovernable, right? Let me expand upon that. I just briefly talked to you about how there are people who think they're a part of the power structure 
these little mini Karens and Kens, these little petty tyrants, these little dictators who, 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 who mask shame you, right? Who think it's their job to contact trace, right? They have lost people's, lost control of people's minds. People like myself were becoming ungovernable versus people who are beginning to adopt their ideology. This is a part of the great awakening, right? As people become more and more aware of this tyrannical system and how it's designed to rob you of your rights, you're gonna have people who become ungovernable, which I talked about in our minicast, Zebellion. I would recommend you guys go listen to it, versus people who continually capitulate to the system so that they can get more credits, so they can see more, uh, more trendy, uh, more along with the status quo. But in doing this, the reason we find ourselves at this point is because they have lost control of people's minds. People will turn on the television and say, I know it's lying to me. Well, where do you get your source of information from? I don't feel like telling you that. So what happens whenever the controlling elite, the power structure literally can no longer influence people, people begin to think for themselves. But you've also got to worry about that, the dark, the dark awakening, the dark enlightenment, how dark can also infiltrate people's awakening process. It's a very real thing. But ultimately, what I'm trying to start this transmission off by saying to you guys is that they have lost control of people's minds. Sad truth. And a good thing at the same time, because this creates, it creates a vacuum for us to begin to teach and educate the people who want to learn things. What do I mean by that? When you got mainstream media thinking that they are the arbiters of truth, everybody understands fake news, misinformation, disinformation campaigns, censorship, content deletion. I mean, my God, you've got Mark Zuckerbot and uh, Jack Dorsey testifying before Congress today. When, when the entire populace becomes aware that they are being deceived or at least manipulated, they're not gonna go along with the status quo. If anything, they're gonna rebel from that and we'll, we'll we will cover that three-dimensional, four-dimensional chess uh, later on down the line. But I'm starting this transmission off letting you guys know that there's a lot of batshit crazy people out there, and that's the plan. Because whenever you have, again, roaming mobs of unemployed people trying to cause chaos and burn stuff down, that's perfect. Because the only people who are emboldened are the state. The idea is to fatigue us into compliance, right? That's why they're, that's why they're doing all the things that they're doing. A better example is this. All these people who are going to Trump rallies and Biden show-ups, meet and greets, Biden Zoom meetings, whatever you want to call them, the idea is to get people so fired up, so radicalized, that by the time action truly does come, they're basically inept. Like what you gotta understand is that we're still within like 65 days until Trump gets in. And I know I have people in the comments that will say, oh, Biden's president, I'm, you're missing the point. You need to pace yourself over these next 65 days because you're gonna see a lot of stuff that's gonna either excite you, agitate you, or upset you. And that's what I mean by fatiguing us into compliance. They want people to be out there in the streets, uh, exhausting your resources, blowing what little money everybody does have, right? Coming into contact with all people, all kinds of people, they wanna try to incriminate you. But again, the only way they can do that is to agitate you, get you involved, get you out there in the streets, get you to throw your life away, right? That type of stuff. Fatiguing people into compliance. But when you've got no more money, no more excuses, no more anything to fight for, well, you're just gonna say, I, I give up, put the chains on, put the mask on and put the vaccine in me. That's the problem. Uh, precisely, Gamma Ray, remain cool, but stay vigilant.
put your head on a swivel, understand that these people are trying to trick you up, and we'll get into this. They're trying to trick you up because that's how this grand universal matrix metaphysics works. That's how the multidimensional reality works. They, you, In order for their spell to work entirely, you have to embrace it. You have to ask for it. You have to say, oh, give me the vaccine. Give me the mask. Give me, this, give me the censorship. Give me all these things. If we're aware of it, it doesn't have the same effect. Uh, but yes, Gamma Ray, remain cool, but stay vigilant because your adversary, the devil, roams about like a lion seeking whom he, seeking whom he may desire, devour. And I'll get into this with this next article with you guys. But the idea is to break us down so that we go to the government for assistance. And so longtime listeners, you're hearing me say stuff that I've said like time and time again in so many different ways. You're like, what's the point? What are you getting at, EJ? What the hell are you talking about? Socioeconomic reformation, the economic devastation that again, COVID has wrought, has leveled the playing field. This is why we're going back into another lockdown. The middle class, right? People having businesses, uh, their own operations, employing folks, right? Getting that community dollar. There's no more of that. COVID-19 and these lockdowns have tried to put a nail in the coffin on that. That's why I told you guys to go support your local businesses because unfortunately they won't be able to operate during Black Friday. Uh, the government's very, very smart in what they've done. Exclusive members, you guys heard me equate what's happening to us as to what's happened with Jeffrey Epstein. You know how they said he was strangled to death in his fucking, in his goddamn jail? That's what's happening to us right now. We're being strangled. You, you see, we're being suffocated into submission. Again, fatiguing people into compliance, right? Exhaust all your resources. You've got no more money. You're not talking to people. They want to, they want you to run hat in hand to the government for everything, for medical supplies, for food. That's why they're saying free housing, free education, free healthcare, and more. And when we get into free uh, healthcare, Joe Biden's COVID-19 task force talks about how they want to bundle vaccines into healthcare. They want to bundle it. And it, it triggered me. I think that's like, well, I'm trying to take my time approaching this article because they're like, oh, black folks know they've been lied to by the government. We got to get some celebrities and some influencers over here to try to make shit normal. Black folks have a history of distrust with the government. So we need to make sure, you know what, here, let me go ahead and see if I can find this right now. Cause, and then I'll, 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 I'll backtrack, okay? Uh, I'll say this and get into this article right here. Because welfare, universal basic income, that's all about Biden's bundling vaccine plan. That's what I mean by strangling the life out of us so that we go to the government for healthcare, for welfare, for all these things. And that's the trap. You see, all the people that are on government assistance are gonna get that vaccine shot. That's what COVID-19 was supposed to do. Break and destroy the middle class. So people run to the government saying, government, you need to have more power so you can give me more money. Remember, we talked about this time and time again, how nobody can give you your success and that's exactly what the government's trying to do. And how with the universal basic income, that little monthly stipend, that welfare check, they're paying you to not be successful. Let me, let me read this real quick. Uh, it says bundling, vac bundling of vaccinations with food stamps, healthcare, and rent assistance. 
says the document recommends that vaccine mandates, quote, get bundled with other social services such as food stamps, rent assistance, and healthcare services. The report explains that local and state public health agencies should explore collaboration with interagency and non-government partners to bundle vaccination with other safety net services. It also says that, quote, bundling vaccines with food stamps would be a, quote, way to build trust and streamline vaccine provision among low-income people, such as, quote, blacks and minority communities. Yes, that's right. Just as we've all known for quite some time, the depopulation vaccines will be targeting blacks in America, which is exactly what the abortion industry targets as well. But anyone who criticizes the forcing of vaccines on the black Americans will be called a racist, of course. The report also talks about putting in place a medical police state monitoring infrastructure to surveil blacks and minorities in real time, making sure they surrender to forced immunizations. Pause right there. Because when I continue on to read this, and I'll attach this link to the to, to, to the episode, it's over there at worldtruth.tv. You guys can find it either on this page or on our Telegram channel. It talks about Joe, Joe Biden's COVID-19 task force. It goes on to talk about essentially the recreation of the Tuskegee experiments. It is basically what you could call it, where they forcibly inject black folks with dangerous chemicals and then set up a medical police state monitoring infrastructure to watch the effects, seeing who they come into contact with, how are their behaviors, right? Are they easily more agitated or are they much more passive? Let's get back into this. It says, quote, it will, be, it will also be critical to monitor in real time who has gotten the vaccine and what key facilitators and barriers to vaccination have been within communities, so local public health departments can adapt their approaches accordingly. The document even talks about blacking up the vaccine propaganda in order to appeal to blacks and so-called anti-vaxxers. Quote, given the diverse nature of social identities in the United States, Vaccination communications will be needed to tailor to specific audiences that are key to an equitable and effective COVID-19 response. E.g., example given, essential workers, parents, groups with high comorbidity rates, communities of color, and vaccine-hesitant persons. It says in order to brainwash blacks and minorities into accepting dangerous experimental COVID-19 vaccines, documented authors say that influential celebrities such as Hollywood stars and music stars should be recruited to deliver messages so that uninformed people can be influenced. Now, I don't know if that's racist. I don't, I don't know if that's racist. I don't know if I'm just talking shit, but you're telling me that you're gonna use Hollywood stars and music stars, influential celebrities to inform uninformed people? Do you get how that works? I don't know if that's racist saying people, saying blacks and minorities are uninformed. I don't know if that's, I think that's me just being a, a, a jerk on top of being a jerk. But, but what they're saying right here is knowing full well that black Americans, as well as minorities here in America, have a history of distrust with the government because of things like the Tuskegee experiment, injecting syphilis into black folks. That's why when you look at these COVID-19 vaccines, they're aware that they're going to cause adverse reactions. My God. There's a, I, I was watching a video today that somebody put in our Telegram channel. There's like ADRs or AVRs, like adverse vaccine reactions and how the military is beginning to plan for a fair amount of adverse reactions when it comes to this vaccine. This is why they've already asked for regulatory flexibility when it comes to the manufacturing of them. So again, think about this. I just briefly read to you Joe Biden's uh, Joe, Joe Biden's COVID-19 task force plan. Just, just a little bit, just a snippet of it. 
of how they're gonna get folks to take that vaccine. You know, Joe Biden, the ones playing Despacito, you know, he's like, oh, I only got one thing to say. I'm, I'm, I'm here to play Despacito. Oh, you know, Joe Biden, the one that said, I wasn't black if I didn't vote for him. Yeah, that Joe Biden. Let me get back into this and I'll jump over here into the, into the show notes. It says, quote, engage a broad network of trusted spokespersons who can deliver and reinforce a unified message about COVID-19 vaccination. To motivate people to take protective actions like vaccination requires that they hear a salient and specific message repeatedly delivered by multiple trusted messengers and via diverse media channels. Well, you have my solemn pledge and my swearing that you will never hear me advocate for this vaccine. I'll say it one more time. You will not hear me advocate for this vaccine, not only for the fact that it's gonna change your DNA, but because of everything else that's attached to it. That's the sad fact. Uh, you know, my God, you've got, you've got members of parliament in the UK suggesting that people shouldn't be allowed to work without the vaccine, right? You've got them saying, oh, you're gonna need a vaccine certification identification. Is, I'm trolling. Let me pull back. What I'm saying is this. We are now the Jews. The technocrats are now the Nazis. They're asking you to put that little band on your arm. They're saying, show me your papers. Show me your papers. Show me that you're not one of those dirty humans, right? You got your vaccines, right? Like we're some fucking animal, like we're some dog. Oh, did you get your shots? Oh, well, you're just a, you're just a naturally born human then, huh? This is a, this is a very, very precarious time frame that we're in. You know, the fact again, that they're also thinking, hey, we'll go back to normal once we get the vaccine here. Were we ever in a time period that was normal to where the vaccines had to be here? I think that's pretty abnormal that we would think normal is having all the vaccines here. I digress. I'm, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent because I'm trying my hardest to casually approach the fact that these people are evil as shit and they're trying to have you give up your life force. Like that's what the vaccine's gonna do. Like it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be targeted to either destroy your spirit or destroy like the spirit of your children. Like this is not a normal vaccine. I think everybody should understand that inherently when you've got like multiple governmental organizations and the military forcibly injecting people, what the hell is going on? That's, that's why I'm, like, I'm not worried so much about what Trump's going to do. I'm worried about who's going to inherit that power that he's amassed and what they're going to do with it. That's why like within a week, within a, within a freaking week, we are seeing the, we're seeing the clampdown. That's what's so crazy about it. Precisely, uh, Braylon, Jolie, she says it's literally the mark of the beast, precisely. That's what uh, Klaus Schwab has basically advocated for. You know what, here, let me go ahead and, let me go ahead and play that quick clip for you guys. I'll just play a series of clips and then I'll kind of talk from there. Uh, but here is Klaus Schwab advocating for the great reset as well as the merging of techno technological, biological, and physical identity. Here we go. It's at the end, what, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical 
our digital and our biological identities. Um, when I wrote the book, I started to, to write it four for years ago. It was published three years ago. Um, uh, it was sold by, very interesting over a million times in the world. And um, what, is, what is interesting is that 800,000 copies, more than 800,000 copies of those two million were sold in three countries alone, China, Japan, and South Korea. You may be interested who was the biggest um, buyer with 16,000 copies at the same time. China. It was the Korean military. Really? Um, because the fourth industrial revolution will have a major impact also on, on, uh, on warfare. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to go more into depth on that on this week's podcast episode uh, because, again, just last week, Klaus Schwab called for a technocratic dictatorial rule by a tiny elite. And so what I'm trying to say is, what I've said on the podcast time and time again, there will be no humans in the technocracy, only transhumans. There will only be transhumans in the technocracy and the technocracy is rising right now. Therefore they have to, in their, in their, in their own thought process, update humanity to go along with things. We were talking about transhumanism, man. Like whenever I reported on a couple weeks, a couple months ago, shucks, the start of all this pandemic, this whole year's flown by, that Bill Gates came out with a cryptocurrency mining software that used human human activity to do the mining. That blew my mind because what they're really saying is we're going to inject you with the chip and it's going to be like Sonic the Hedgehog or any of these type of Super Nintendo games where you're going to run around and do different activities. Xbox Live, get your achievements up, and we'll pay you. We'll pay you in cryptocurrency if you take these achievements. I don't, I don't, I don't forget. Like, I don't remember what the exact patent was, but it's, that's the gist of it. So all year we've had this strange alluding to uh, the overriding of humanity, biohacking, and transhumanism. Let me read about this real quick. Uh, Operation Dark Winter. Uh, this is this is a little bit of a preamble before. I should have gotten into the Joe, Joe Biden's COVID-19 uh, lockdown plan. But Operation Dark Winter is basically whenever they're expecting all these adverse reactions to take place uh, as they forcibly inoculate people, because that's going to be Joe Biden's plan. That's the sad part. This is what these people voted for. My God, uh, forced inoculations, medical kidnapping, quarantine facilities, internment camps, all this shit, more lockdowns. This is this is terrible. This is this is this is literally terrible. I don't have anything else to say other than it, it, it's terrifying and it scares the hell out of me. Uh, but we're going to have to fight back and this is the start of it. But whenever we get into stuff like Operation Dark Winter, and I'll put the link for this in the description bar below, it talks about them trying to shield themselves or at least prepare for the influx of both deaths, again, adverse vaccine reactions, mutations, and anything else that they can't comprehend. Um, they know full well that the COVID-19 vaccine not only can, not only contains like aborted fetal tissue, uh, but they are literally going in there trying to rewrite people's DNA. Like that's what's so crazy about it. Again, if people were to tell us that hey, this is a man-made disease, you're going to need a you're going to need a man-made vi or a man-made vaccine to, to to fix this. I think a lot more people would be on on board with it. But the very fact that they've lied about the origins of the virus lied about the lethality and then lied about the cure this is a cocktail for deception 
and it's going to kill a lot of people. But here, let me get into this. Um, it says Joe Biden's campaign, odd-sounding campaign slogan, Build Back Better, was actually taken from the United Nations New World Order agenda. It says, what is very interesting is one of the players involved who we've heard much about in the recent months is John Hopkins. The Johns Hopkins Center for Civil Civilian Biodefense Strategies were one of, the defense, one of the designers and the controllers of the Dark Winter Simulation. What a coincidence. They were also part of Event 201, the simulation held back in October of 2019 of a global pandemic, which is now the coronavirus. Now that two phrases, now that those two phrases have come out of Joe Biden's team, we really should begin to take notice. It says, as reported earlier, Build Back Better was taken from the United Nations website. Now, quote, dark winter, of all things, is being used to warn us of the next COVID-19 second wave. Are we being warned because of our eyes are open? Yes, because propaganda like this only works on the uneducated populace. So much of the United States is asleep. They don't do their homework. And scariest of all, they don't know their history. It says the connection we all need to be paying attention to is this, the CDC and the shielding approach. On the CDC website, it outlines what could potentially happen in their interim operational considerations for the implement for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in a humanitarian setting, it describes, quote, green zones to reduce cases by limiting contact between individuals. When you look at the summary of their approach, you find that they were you find that they refer to a report by Caroline Favis from the Health and Humanitarian Crisis Center in London. The name of her report guidance for the prevention of COVID-19 infections among high risk individuals and in camps in camp-like settings. Now, before I continue on, what I'm literally about to read to you is how they're saying, we're gonna start disappearing people. They're doing it in Quebec. They're doing it in Australia. They're doing it in the UK. And they're, they're, I'm basically talking about how they're setting it up here. That's the sad truth. And the sad truth is too, this is what I was talking about at the start of the show with them fatiguing us into compliance. These, these, these COVID centers, these quarantine facilities, these internment camps, that's where they're going to take a lot of people. I'm only praying to God they don't take me because you, you know it, you know, they're going to use COVID-19 as an excuse to disappear people or they'll, or they'll work them to death. I do Big Papa Jose says guillotines, guillotines, bro. I only hope that they'll cut my head off. I can only hope that they don't put me in a work camp, you know, or inoculate me with one of these experimental vaccines. You guys think I'm playing, but you all know this. I, I unfortunately, oh my God, I don't have time to get into this. Like at the, at the start of this whole pandemic, I was getting reports from people in military bases saying freedom. We're stocking up on a lot of, on a fair amount of food. And what's even crazier is the food is not for here. The food is being shipped to undisclosed locations. We can't tell you. So it's like, whoa, 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 bro. What you're telling me is you guys are going to Sam's clubs, Walmarts, other facilities, buying them places out and then shipping that bought food to other places. What the fuck? That's, that's, that's super sketchy. So when I tell you guys you need to get storable food, the military's getting storable food. We reported on it. I'm digressing. I'm, I'm, I'm getting worked up. I'm getting derailed. When we're talking more about Operation Dark Winter, what, there is, what, what they're expecting to do is to keep people in these quarantine facilities for extended periods of time. 
so they can either kill them, conduct experiments, or disappear them. That is the sad truth. Um, that is the sad truth. But getting back into this article, it says, is there a connection between hearing a, quote, dark winter is coming and the simulation back in 2001 and the CDC adding in March 2020 the shielding approach as an option? So there's been many movie plots depicting the scenario, maybe predictably programming everyone for what lies ahead. Here are two examples right on the Operation Dark Winter wiki page under the popular culture section. Tom Clancy's The Division, a role-playing game, which I got down in the first and second one. That was a dope one. Um, Tom Clancy's The Division, a role-playing game in a world pandemic set in Manhattan. The mission is to restore order by finding the source of the virus. The outbreak happens on Black Friday in 2015. Money is used as a vector point to do so. They drop like a little dropper full of a virus on money and it just spreads. That's why at the start of the pandemic, they said, hey, we're going cashless, no more money, because that's again, a part of the part of the agenda. It says that the outbreak happens on Black Friday in 2015 and the virus is transmitted by paper currency, hence given the name, dollar flu. Causing widespread chaos and major cities are placed under quarantine. The US government activates national guards and a joint task force to restore order. When the virus is tested by researchers, they found out that it was manufactured and later modified. A sequel of the game features the U.S. under total anarchy in Washington, Washington D.C. six months after the outbreak. A movie based on this game in production to be released on Netflix. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. So it's going to be out like late 20 or 2021. Wow, that's crazy. So I already played through where we're at right now. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, but anyway. Getting back into this, Operation Dark Winter, adopting their ideology, that suicide spirit, and more. What we have to understand when looking at them trying to put people in quarantine facilities, locking them up, understanding that an outbreak is going to cause lockdown, and that they're going to use that lockdown to consolidate power, that's the agenda. That's the agenda. That's where we're at right now. And when I say adopting their ideology, the externalization of the hierarchy, what I'm trying to say is now you have people saying, oh, well, well, yeah, we should shoot up people. We, sh we, sh we should prioritize healthcare to those that need. Don't worry about those old folks. We should just let all the old folks die because they're taking all of our resources. I know that doesn't make sense, but one of the common themes we've seen throughout the entirety of the pandemic is this ageism, ageist nonsense uh, to where it's like, just let the old people die. It's okay. you know." they're a part of that comorbidity factor where we don't have to worry about them, right? I said this earlier in the year when looking at how we've addressed the pandemic because there are still people dying. We don't report on it over here as much as we need to, but there are still people dying. The pandemic is still going on. What they're trying to get you used to is the fact that they're gonna conduct experiments worldwide, violating the Geneva Convention, violating the Nuremberg Code, violating it all saying we're gonna conduct human experiments and they're gonna go on in the background. But guess what? You're a part of that chosen few who get to move forward. You don't have to worry about all this stuff that's going on in the background. You see how that works? And you think, oh, shucks, you're right. I am much better than, than these people. I am much better than these old folks. I am much better than these weak and impoverished people. Again, the externalization of the hierarchy, getting us to adopt their ideology getting us to say that, you know what? There are too many people. 
it's about time we've had a plague here. That's why they're using COVID-19 as, as, as an excuse to lower the quality of living, lower the standards of living. Because you think, well, well, I, I don't live like those folks, so I'm much better. I started this whole transmission off saying it. Uh, COVID-19 has created a new form of class where, where, where I'm a dirty human for not wearing a mask or I'm a dirty human for not getting my vaccine shot. This is a part of it. You see, because we were we are not the elite, we're the masses. You get me? We're a part of that 99, son. We're not a part of that 1%, that 2%, that 10%. We're a part of the 99. And so when that's the case, how do you get the, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out how to set this up. How do you get people to begin to surveil people their, like their peers? You, you, you inject this little notion of superiority. I mean, like what happens whenever you give somebody like a badge or a gun or, you know, any, any, anything that will make them a little bit more authoritative than their peers? Better yet, what happened whenever they declared mainstream media authoritative news sources, they shut all of us out. The same thing will happen with all of this, with the COVID nonsense. They will use contact tracers, Karens, door to, or, or, or jackbooted cops who will come to your door, don't care about rights, the constitution, or any of that type of stuff to subvert you. Because they'll think, well, I'm a part of that, 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 that chosen few. I'm a part of the small collective. I'm doing my part. We saw a lot of that, right? Just put your mask on, just do your part. You wanna be a hero, right? Well, I guess that just makes me a villain because I don't wanna go along with this. This is the externalization of the hierarchy. This is how COVID has gotten us to turn on each other. COVID is an anti-human agenda. Thank you, Kylie. Thank you, Kylis. I appreciate that. Uh, COVID is an anti-human agenda. It's designed to get us to go against one, one another where everybody's a suspect. Do they have the virus? I don't want to shake their hands. I would rather do shadow clone hand jutsus with them instead of coming into contact with these people. COVID-19 is an anti-human agenda. It, design, it is designed to have us go against one another, to invert logic, to suspend our rights and liberties. It is the ultimate weapon. It truly is. You know, that's why you now have people talking about death science, population control, exterminationists, right? Eugenics. I said this before, we are now the Jews. We are now the Jews, the Nazis are in control. You just heard one right there. You just heard Klaus Schwab say it. So, oh, I'm trying to put on my shriveled German, old Nazi German act. Oh, the pandemic will allow for us to combine the, bio, the physical, the digital, and the biological. What the fuck? Who, who said that that's what we want to do? I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting angry. And this is the easiest way for me to process some of this information is by characterizing these villains and making them as such. Because this is seriously something that you would only hear like in a TV show or in a movie or in a comic book, that somebody has the plan to vaccinate the entire world. Oh my God, that sounds like a, a, noble, a noble endeavor, but what's in the vaccine, Bill Gates? Why do you want to give it to everybody? And then why are you guys having a conversation on what happens after the vaccine? So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if, I'm sorry if I kind of 
fly off over here on the on the handle. This shit, it doesn't make sense because it's not supposed to make sense. Remember what I was saying about COVID being an anti-human agenda, how it's designed to rob you of your rights, suspend logic and invert it, how it's supposed to make us come after one another, where you got people thinking it's okay to snitch on your neighbors. COVID-19 is cancel culture on steroids. My God, this is why they're literally saying, right now, you better not, you better not thank, you better not have Thanksgiving. You better not celebrate Christmas. Y'all better watch out for New Year's. Think about this. Think about this. Now you got these sons of bitches over here trying to tell you who you can't, who and what you can worship. Not only, it's not only can you not breathe in public spaces, not only is it that you gotta play some kind of freaking silly uh, 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 chicken neck game, or put on my mask as I go up to the restaurant, take it off whenever I sit down. No, 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 no. Now they gotta take it even a step farther. Now they gotta say, look, these people are gonna come together on Thanksgiving and they're gonna have a conversation about all this bull crap and they're gonna realize it's a lie. We gotta tell people to listen to us. Don't listen to yourself. Don't listen to your family. Don't listen to the natural seasons of God. No, 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 no. Listen to us. Listen to the government because we love you. Think about this. Think about this. This is Big Brother on steroids. Oh my God. You know, we had a caller join in. I think it was Kalinda. She joined in like last week or the week before last. And she was talking about it when we were covering the election. You know, how hype we got here for the election. You know, and she made a comment about how we treat politics as if it is some type of... Uh, holiday, some type of celebratory event. And now, since we've celebrated politics so much in one year, they say, you know what? You don't need holidays. Y'all need Thanksgiving? Nope. Better yet, y'all need Christmas neither. You didn't earn it. So what, when, when the government can come in my house, pay my bills, put money in my pocket, y'all don't tell me what not to celebrate, what God not to worship. But until then, you need to sit down. But see, this is the problem. You have people who have been spoon-fed information, brainwashed by the media, broken down by this pandemic. I can't blame them for that. Again, the socioeconomic devastation that COVID-19 has wrought. But you don't have them learning discernment, thinking for themselves, really peering into the future. So what's happening now, I'll just say this so I can get back into these topics. I'm sorry to just derail on you. What's, hap what's happening right now is you have people doing that gut check conversation with themselves. Who do I listen to? My instinct? Do I listen to my gut? Or do I listen to MSNBC? Do I listen to CNN? Do I listen to Fox? Do I listen to creepy Uncle Joe Biden? Right? The evil cackling witch Kamala Harris. Scott Atlas, Donald Trump's new... Um, health czar, the one that replaced Dr. Anthony Fauci, he said, look, the only way y'all gonna get through this is if you stand up. Oh, but because now the media works for Biden, you won't hear a word of that. Instead, you'll hear Biden go up there say, me and Jill, with his fucking mask on, me and Jill are sitting here wondering like the rest of you, oh, who we're gonna have over for Thanksgiving. Hmm. We came up with the list. 
and we check to see who was tested recently, had to check to see who was tested recently before they could come over. You understand? You guys understand the sophisticated psychological operation that's happening right now? COVID-19 is the biggest cancel culture event of our time. And if we let it, it'll steamroll us into next year and you'll begin to have what I call lockdown culture, which is gonna lead towards the purge, for sure. For sure. You see, because we're not a light switch, economies don't work like that. The world doesn't work like that. You can't just turn off, turn on. Because again, this ties into what I was saying before and talking about COVID-19, how the idea is to fatigue us into compliance. People can't save right now. People aren't getting storable goods. People aren't thinking right now because they have us so agitated, focused on what's happening that we can't see two, three, four moves down the line. It's not about COVID. Even Klaus Schwab came out and said that whenever he asked for a technocratic dictatorial rule by a, by a tiny elite. He said, oh, COVID-19, that's not a non -ex that's, that's a that's not an existential threat, you know? But we will use it. We will use it to assume control. And that's exactly what he's done. I just played the clip for you guys right there. Where he said the pandemic will allow for us to merge our physical, digital, and biological. You see, because What's happening right now is a changeover from the old world order into the new world order. The technocracy, the scientific dictatorship, right? But that's the thing. They don't want to stop it. They want you to see full well what you're getting involved in, what you're doing, and what the costs are. COVID-19 is being used to literally radically shape, reshape the world, and I think everybody gets that. But the problem is, again, I'll say this about lockdown culture and continue moving on. The thing is though, about transitioning into the new world order from the old world order, we're gonna let go of a lot of different things and there's gonna be some new, some new stuff that comes around the corner that's gonna blow our mind. And what I say by that is you're, you're gonna have lockdown culture for sure. The lockdowns are gonna become like a regular thing. You're gonna have people like Greta Thunberg come out and say, look, look at how the earth is healing. Look at how bad all you people working are. Look at how bad you humans are. We need more lockdowns. You see how that happened right there? You see how just like that, some the lockdowns that were for COVID are now for the environment, now for the earth. And just like that, just like COVID, you're the bad guy. You see how you get you you see how you get blamed for two different problems where you're probably just trying to figure out that they come up with a new season of Game of Thrones. How did that happen? How did we become enemies of humanity because of COVID? And how do we also become the problem for greenhouse gas emissions and more? I know you guys think I'm ranting and raving, but this is me trying to point out what lockdown culture is going to create. Like right now we're like, oh, it's about the virus. It's not gonna be about the virus. It's gonna be about control. And the very same way that I read to you guys from Joe Biden's COVID-19 task force plan, to get black folks to get that vaccine and to bundle it with vaccine services and healthcare and rent assistance and all this other stuff, make it trendy, where they're gonna make it trendy for you to get into the lockdown culture. You'll get extra credits, you'll get government assistance for locking down your business, you'll get government assistance uh, for not leaving your house. You'll get universal basic income for God knows what. But that's, again, them trying to normalize something that robs you of your inherently God-given rights. 
The government can never pay you enough to be successful. The government can never pay you enough to go out there and go build a future that's worth having. If anything, they'll pay you to not have kids. Some crazy, it's some crazy stuff we live in these days. I'm ranting and raving. I'm ranting and raving, as always. Let me move back over here to the COVID-19 task force uh, plan from Joe Biden. You know, and again, what their whole plan is, because this vaccination stuff is no joke. I specifically tailored this episode not to be anti-vaccine, but to really put it in the depths of what it is that they're asking from Klaus Schwab and more. Um, bet. Let me play. Let me play Justin Trudeau saying that COVID-19 is a part of the Great Reset and it's also a part of Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. And then we'll continue on from there. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Building back. Hey, there's my boy. Would you guys trust Justin Trudeau with your children? Would you trust Joe Biden with your friend's children? And I say that because you've got these like effeminate ass men sitting over there trying to peddle me a bunch of fucking lies. I can see right through you. <laughs> I can see right through you. <laughs> Scumbag. I see you. And so we're talking about the Great Reset. We're talking about COVID-19 and how it's been used to, again, devastate the middle class so that we, again, go back to the government for assistance. You know, when I was reading last week on the, on the podcast episode, that article from a, about Klaus Schwab's technocratic dictatorial rule by Tanya Lee, he made mention of a what was it? It's like before Corona and after Corona, like BC, AC. This is them literally trying to rewrite the timeline. Fully aware that we only have one moment and throughout the entirety of this, you guys have heard, you know, um, Tony Blair from the UK. You've heard Antonio Gutierrez, the UN Secretary General, asking for a global government to handle this. Throughout the entirety of this pandemic, they've said COVID-19 has to be the way that we unify. COVID-19 will be the thing that creates this global government. And now you've got Joe Biden saying that he'll sign us back up with the Paris Climate Accord. He'll recouple with China. He will recouple with the, with the World Health Organization and more. Think about all these things. Let me get back into this. And again, this is uh, I'll put all I'll put the links for these two articles that I'm bouncing back and forth from. I'll put these in the description bar below if you guys want to read them yourself without my commentary. I know how obnoxious it can be sometimes, so I understand entirely. Uh, but here, let me get back into this. This is again coming off the heels of how they're going to have to use celebrities and Hollywood stars to influence Black folks and minority communities. It says that the report admits that even 
that the report even admits that blacks and minorities have been led, lied to and abused by the government before, especially involving public health issues. Minority groups have often experienced a history of government abuse that make it way harder to build trust, no doubt, bro. Finally, the document proposes that scientific testing on quote vaccination messages should be openly published by the NIH, CDC, and NLM, the National Library of Medicine, so that all the authorities have access to the social engineering experiments that attempt to brainwash blacks with the pro-vaccine propaganda. Sorry, somebody's giving me a call. It goes on to say that mandatory vaccine sites, uh, grocery stores, pharmacies, schools, workplaces, and senior centers and churches will all be used to force vaccines on everyone. Uh, you can go to CVS, Walgreens, and all these other places. They'll give you your vaccine. The document not only recommends that food assistance and rent assistance be withheld from those who refuse mandatory coronavirus vaccines, it also says that, quote, home visits should be used to inject people on a door-to-door -door basis. In addition, workplaces, pharmacies, churches, and schools are named as candidates for forced immunizations, and the document recommends that pharmacists be allowed to, quote, administer a vaccine directly without a standing order. What's crazy is I read on the podcast just two weeks ago that pharmacy technician assistants, so people who don't go to pharmacy school, that don't go to med school, but assistants, just just, just somebody that answered like a, 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 a monster.com or an Indeed or a Craig's ad list and said, hey, I wanna work for, for CVS Walgreens. Get it on up in here. You wanna you want check these folks with the vaccine? You're qualified. This new bill allows for it. That's how the government has expanded its ability to, to, to uh, inject people. But this is again, confirming everything that I've already read. It's, it's, it's so crazy. Continuing on, it says the document specifically states that vaccine efforts should include, quote, non-traditional sites such as, quote, places of worship or senior centers, and that COVID-19 vaccines should, quote, be bundled with other essential services such as food stamps. Such as food stamps. Places of worship. So the sad thing is, is it's not going to become any, it's, it's, it's going to become so obvious, right? The same way leading up to the election, people's political views became obvious. It's going to become so obvious in the future with with the trajectory of where all this is at, of who's on what side. Better yet, if you go to a church and they say, hey, Jay, how's it going? Hey, pastor, how's it going? Well, we're gonna, you know, get you, we're gonna go ahead and contact Tracy, go ahead and get all your information there as much as possible before you go up in church. We're just gonna, you know, make sure you have your shots. I'll, I'll, I'll say the pastor right there. I'll be like, you're out of your fucking mind, sir. That's the mark of the beast you're working with. You know that, right? But that's the problem with these 501c3 churches that they've already been bought out by the government. Places of worship as non-traditional sites for people to get their vaccines. This is so crazy. And it goes on to talk more and more about the logistics of rolling it out, getting the medical police state in there, uh, big tech censorship, tyranny, all this stuff. I'll put the link in this in the description bar below it blew my mind so much that I had to come up over here and do a whole show with you guys. But think about this, you know, underneath, underneath, underneath a Biden lockdown, we're going to have food shortages. We're going to have power outages. We're going to have rationing of power, right? It's going to be crazy. You know, uh, I played a clip on our podcast 
of a whistleblower in California talking about the CERT team, the Community Emergency Response Team, and how they were going to people's houses door to door asking them about emergency people to contact, um, whether they had been in and out of their house over like a couple of days and stuff like this. And again, I'm asking myself, what happened to the social contract? Who gave you the authority to ask me these type of questions? And what happens if I don't answer these? Am I gonna be put on some list? Yeah, you're gonna be put on a list and then taken to one of these internment camps because you don't have your shot. You're not allowed to be a part of the general populace. You see, underneath the Biden administration, this lockdown too, AKA martial law, they're gonna track vaccine recipients via surveillance. It's gonna be like the Tuskegee experiments. I'm saying it for blacks and minorities because nobody ever cares about us, but it'll come to white folks too. Don't worry, it'll come to everybody. Like Oprah says, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine. Oh, better yet, like Bill Gates says, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine all for free because I care for you. Let me, what he's basically saying is let me experiment on you without legal repercussion. But while I'm conducting the experiment, you're not alone. Let's get everybody here on the mix, right? Let's get everybody to take a vaccine. You'll take a vaccine, you'll get a bad reaction. You take a vaccine, you get a bad reaction. And just like we all go to the bar and talk smack about how our day was, we'll all start talking smack about how bad our vaccine reactions were. But because these people have regulatory flexibility, because they won't be held liable, it'll just become passe. And this is the problem. This is why you hear me uh, point out whenever we actually do have resistance uh, right here, I think a better example is this this article that we put up just the other day uh, from Health Impact News. Forced vaccination law in Denmark abandoned after public protests. It says after nine days of public protests, they're like, all right, we're, we gotta, we have to back out. This is where I have to make a quick switch because we won't protest for nine days. We'll protest for the stop the steal, right? We'll protest for politics, but we won't protest for health. That's why in my local community, I sh shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm gonna go to some lockdown protests. So I'm gonna have myself like a lockdown protest because the politics is one thing. My body, my choice, these vaccines are trying to, they're, they're trying to hurt me. And if I can go sacrifice a couple hours to get a word out there nationwide or at least statewide, you bet your keister I'm gonna do it. But that's the problem, we have capitulated. We don't even think we can fight this type of stuff. Let me read this article and continue on, just to kind of put like a, a good bow on this because there is resistance. We're just so unorganized that don't nobody listen. We put this up November 16th. Again, the article headline says, forced vaccination law in Denmark abandoned after public protest. This is a law in Denmark that would have given authorities the power to forcibly inject people with the coronavirus vaccine has been abandoned after nine days of public protest. The epidemic law would have handed the Danish government the power to in enact mandatory quarantine measures against anyone infected with a dangerous disease. But it was part about, but it was the part about vaccinations that caused the biggest uproar. Quote, the Danish health authority would be able to define groups of people who must be vaccinated in order to contain and eliminate a dangerous disease. Post local. Quote, people who refuse the above can, in some situations, 
be coerced through physical detainment with police allowed to assist. Huh. Koyuba, the nigga's a fag. Oh, men should not be wearing dresses unless it's a kilt. He wants to know how I thought about uh, Harry Styles' photo shoot. Men shouldn't wear dresses unless they're kilts and robes and cloaks and dusters. But no, men should not wear dresses. That's how I feel about that. Getting back into this, did you read what I read right there? People who refuse the, the above can, in some situations, be coerced through physical detainment with police allowed to assist. Because that's who wins. You wanna talk about defund the police, defund that. Defund that. Defund having the ability to go inside of people's houses and, 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 and kidnap them and detain them. You know, longtime listeners who have been following me since like 2012, you guys know I ranted and raved about, uh, about, uh, about Obama's 2012 National Defense Authorization Act where in it, they said that they could forcibly detain for, uh, forcibly detain people for uh, undisclosed amounts of time, meaning they would take people to these to quarantine facilities for for in, for for undisclosed periods of time, and we would not we would we would not know whether they came in or out. That's why when people say, "Oh, who built the cages?" Fucking Obama built the cages, bro. He was trying to put journalists in there for talking about this type of stuff. Was it Trump? Trump cleaned up the cages. He didn't get rid of the cages. It was Obama that built them because he built them for where we're at now. You guys can go look under, you can go research this, the global health security agenda. This is something that was signed into law as Obama was leaving back in 2016. So understand that, that, that chronology real quick. Back in 2012, at the stroke of midnight, like starting the new year, Obama in Hawaii signs the National Defense Authorization Act saying that he can forcibly detain people for undisclosed amounts of time. Fast forward four years later, he says we need to create a global database for everybody getting tracked with vaccines. Fast forward another four years later, and where we are, where are we now? With the COVID identity, the COVID vaccine nonsense. Like, this is crazy to think about because you don't put the pieces together until unfortunately you're, you, you, you're inside of the trap. That's where we're at now. And now, you have to have people protesting for nine days straight to draw attention to this. Let me get back into this. It says, however, after nine days straight of protests against the new law, it has now been scraped. With the coronavirus vaccine within sight, governments across the world are mulling over what punitive measures to bring against those who refuse to take it. Last week, we highlighted how both Ticketmaster and airline companies are considering barring people from entering venues and flying if they cannot prove that they have taken the vaccine. So while public protests may be able to prevent authorities carrying out forced vaccinations, people who refuse to take the shot may find it virtually impossible to enjoy any kind of social life, use public transport, or to even find employment. So we need more of what's taking place in Denmark. We need more of what's taking place in Denmark. We need more people to get away from this politics nonsense and realize that this virus, this stuff affects us all. You're gonna get a vaccine, don't matter if you're Democrat, Republican. They got a shot for your ass. <laughs> and that's what you need to point out. You see, because when it's red versus blue, left versus right, the only person that wins is the person that started the fight. 
And now you got us fighting each other saying, look at these anti-maskers. I bet they're Biden supporters. Huh? Look at these, look at these pro-maskers. I bet they're Trump supporters. Huh? But this is what happens when we're in such a polarized and divisive time period. We don't really see the real threat. We, re, we, we become reactive, completely unaware of how to think past the, the, the initial issue. We're all in this unfortunate trap together. Be you a Biden supporter or a Trump supporter, it don't matter, you're human. And these vaccines are trying to change that. You heard Klaus Schwab say it right there. This gives us a chance to merge the physical, the digital, and the biological. Like I said before, Bill Gates has a patent where you can uh, mine, mine cryptocurrency through physical activity. This is a crazy time period to be alive in. Like I, I feel like I'm just casually talking about stuff that was like written in the Bible, right? Casually talk about prophecy, casually talk about the mark of the beast style system, right? You would neither be able nor to buy nor sell without receiving the mark. It's called the COVID vaccine. Your, 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 certifi your certificate of vaccine identification, COVID, right? This is, this is so crazy to just like kind of be in, conceptualize, and just have to talk about because it's insane. It's insane. You know, I'm not sure how much time left I have, but I want to finish it off with this. With, 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 with. Sounded like fucking Mike Tyson. With this. I want to finish it off with this, talking about the legalization of drugs. You know, everything I just read to you right there is going to take place in one way, shape, or form or another. They want to know what's in your blood. They want to know what's in your body. They want to know what's going on inside your brain. That's that's actually what Klaus Schwab goes on to talk about. Uh, if you guys go find more clips of that of that interview, he talks about how they'll have implantable microchips that allow for you to uh, have your thoughts be read. And he says it like it's such a wondrous thing. Like, hey, great, we'll put chips inside of you so we can read your brain. You won't have to talk. And it's like, you evil bastard. I see what you're trying to do. When we cover all these things, I'm really trying to give you guys like the gestalt of everything I knew, of everything I know at the time, the word vomit of everything that's taking place and why it's important that we don't slack. Like they, they, they don't expect people to think, they don't expect people to look up what's going on in the vaccine inserts, they don't expect people to take their own health into play. I mean, my God, you can go to one of these Walgreens or CVS's and you'll see that the, that the medicine area like the vitamins and the supplements and the nutraceuticals are perfectly fine it's like so much for living in a pandemic people can't even get their health together i'm glad you're talking about dmt big papa jose um sorry about that i have to go pick up these uh these boxes for this charity donation thing i'm doing after i get done with you guys um sorry about that um, but I'm glad Papa Jose was talking about DMT to finish off this this uh, this transmission for you guys with this last topic. The tyranny is going to increase, and because of because of it, it's going to force people to do more drugs. It's going to force people to, as we've seen throughout the entirety of the pandemic, consume more alcohol, pop more pills, you know, engage in more of this self-destructive behavior. Uh, because they're trying to escape reality. They're trying to dissociate from reality. And I can't blame them, man. Life's intense. But what you have to understand is that sobriety is intense. 
Yeah, real life's intense. And sometimes going out there, running straight into the fire is the best way to extinguish it. Do you want to live in eternity, having to pay bills, living this transhuman life where you're always being surveilled? Hell no. Kill me. I'm all right, bro. I've had a great life. But see, that's, that's, that's me jumping to the end of the story. They're trying to legalize drugs, intoxicants, suggestions, and things like that. Because as the tyranny increases, they don't want people to fight back. And the more that I shy away from like the alcohol and the trees, <laughs> is the more that I get like more intense. The more intense, more focused, more driven, more on point, more of what's required. But the very same way that I understand this, they don't want people to do that because you'll come into your own. But you gotta understand, gang, we've had a very interesting relationship so far this year. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what would happen if people weren't on drugs and weren't all doped up? And if they were organized, if they were coming together like over there in Denmark saying, hey, these people are trying to shoot us with drugs. We need to fight back. But you can't do that. People won't do that. Instead, what they'll say is, oh, you better not fight back. Your liquor store's open. Oh, you better not fight back. Your restaurant's open. Oh, you better not fight back. You want to go to a movie? It's very sophisticated, like, what's happening to us? Like, again, to drill down in this point I'm trying to make when coming off the heels of talking about all this lockdown stuff, um, I reported on it on the podcast that people have done psychedelics up to 300% more. It's been like an, an, an increase in psychedelics underneath the lockdown because, again, people are dissociating. They don't want to really know what's going on. They just want, wake me up when the pandemic ends. You know, wake me up when I can take my, my mask off. Uh, you know, this is why, again, you've got people taking Zoloft, Ambient, um, Ritalin, Prozac, uh, banging them things back with shots, bro. Uh, you've got people o overdosing on pills, and it's terrifying. And that's, I, I energetically feel those spirits call out because they're hurting. And uh, as, as the tyranny increases, they're going to legalize more drugs. You know, that's why they're saying, hey, let's give them MDMA therapy. Let's go ahead and give them LSD. Let's make DMT legal. Cool. Uh, you guys like mushrooms? Yeah? Mushrooms that aren't on your pizza? Great. Okay, let's go ahead and get this guy some mushrooms too, you know? And I know I talk smack because I've, 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 I've been here before talking about mushrooms, DMT, and drugs and stuff like that. But I say that because look at where we're at now. All those people that were doing those drugs in and out of the pandemic, where are they? We need them. Are they able to distinguish reality from the trip? You know, can can they go outside? Or are they too, you know, wrapped in their own thoughts, worried about worried about the virus and the bats, man? Like, and I'm and I'm and I'm being facetious, but I'm really trying to show you that this is what we're going up against. A lot. Whenever the election took place, like two weeks ago, there were a fair amount of states that legalized like marijuana, MDMA, cocaine, heroin, <coughs> and a lot of shit, dude. And I'm like, whoa. What this tells me is that Americans want their drugs. They don't care about politics. They don't, they don't care about politics. They, they just want to feel good. They just want to feel good. And so as the world begins to, again, Jeffrey Epstein us, you know, and just like strangle the life out of us, they're saying, oh, you like that oxygen deprivation? 
Oh, here's some mushrooms. Oh, here's some, here's some, here's some weed. Oh, yeah, put that mask on. We're being traumatized, bro. We're being broken. And the easiest way to resist that is to say, I don't want any of these things. I don't want your drugs. I don't want your mask. I don't want you telling me what to do. I don't want you thinking you know what's best for me. I don't want any of that. You need to become ungovernable. Precisely, Jose. They just want the noise to stop. They just don't want people being honest. They don't want them to tell the truth. Regardless of how you feel about Trump, he's allowed to say whatever he wants to say, but if you can't hear what he has to say, how are you supposed to figure out what's real or not? They're manipulating your point of view. That's how truth works. They'll kill, here's what's gonna happen. They're, they will kill me, come up with like all kinds of articles because USA Today is already on our page. Come up with all kinds of articles saying like, oh, look at this, look at this racist black guy. Look at this, look, 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 look at this guy. He started the whole thing. They'll kill me, destroy my image, manipulate it just to get you guys to turn on everything I've said to you here. And because people will be so whacked out on fucking coke, on molly, on mushrooms, on you know hippy flippy, candy flipping, whatever it is, bro. People will be so whacked out, they'll be like, well, you know, there were some things that he did say that I didn't agree with. Maybe, maybe the news was right. And because they won't have that mental fortitude, that willpower to learn truth from lies, they will be force-fed lies and lulled into sleep. And then they'll say, well, you know, this vaccine's not so bad. I get, you know, I get my Trump bucks. I get my stimulus check. It's great. I just can't leave my house, you know, but work from home. And now they tax that for 5%, but you know, the vaccine wasn't that bad. What was I thinking about? You see, you see how that works? Where they give you drugs. It's where you don't remember what the hell happened to you. You just want to feel good. You just want to feel good. It's the new bread and circus, right? Drugs and entertainment. I think it was um, Aldous Huxley who said that at University of California in Berkeley, where he said, we'll get people to love their servitude. We will get people to call for more, you see. I'll say this and start wrapping up stuff for you guys. Um, a couple years ago, because I did like an eight-year time jump real quick right there, talking about Obama's National Defense Authorization Act, the Global Health Security Agenda, and COVID-19. When I first started doing this type of work, and I was confronted with all the stuff that I'm seeing, I put together like a quick documentary, it's like four or five segments, called Building the Matrix. And the general premise of Building the Matrix was talking about the technocracy before I knew how to explain it. And what I mean by that is, the idea, the premise behind the Building the Matrix documentary was that they want to destroy the exterior world so much that we begin to beg to go into this artificial matrix that they're creating. You may have noticed that Keanu Reeves is, 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 is filming uh, The Matrix Part 4. I don't know the, the plot line, but my thought is that he's talking about going into The Matrix because that's all where we are right now. We are at such a historic crossroads on the trajectory of humanity 
that if that if we just slowed down and really have an actual conversation about where we were at, we really wouldn't be doing this. We were on the precipice of such greatness uh, that I unfortunately feel like it's about to destroy us. And because you're letting crooked scumbags like Joe Biden and his crackhead, cokehead, degenerate son assume control, they're going to lead us off of an edge because they're already destroying themselves um, and they're going to destroy us with them. And so the only way to do that is to fight back and to resist because that's all you truly have at this point. You know. So I know I kind of jumped all over the place. Um, I think it's because I'm, I'm, I'm in between assignments right now. And this is some like jarring stuff. But I'll put, like I said before, I'll put these links in the description bar below so you guys can get access to them. So you guys can go over them about Operation Dark Winter and Joe, Joe Biden's COVID-19 task force plan. I'll put these links in the description bar below so you guys can go read over them uh, and go over this. But, you know, we put out hundreds of articles every week and these these two made me really want to kind of clamp down on this. Like I'm looking at the bottom of this article right here about Joe, Joe, COVID, Joe Biden's COVID-19 plan and they're saying that it sounds a lot like the Green New Deal, doesn't it? except it's the green new kill. Welcome to 1980, welcome to COVID-1984. Could you imagine them? And they, we already see this narrative sh shaping up. Could you imagine them saying that, well, we've got to murder a fair amount of people for the betterment of the planet. I could, I could thoroughly believe, I could thoroughly see us going down that path. This is what, again, I mean by adopting their ideology, the externalization of the hierarchy. And, and the only way it works is if they get people on board. But unfortunately, many, many people don't know about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. They didn't read George Orwell's 1984, Adam Suxley's Brave New World. You know, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't care. They didn't see these things happening in front of them, you know? And, and, and now that they're here, uh, again, you have people making that gut check question. Do I listen to the system or do I do what's right? Knowing full well what's on the other side. We just gotta hope that we're not all cowards and that we all don't surrender. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more, your guests, questions, things like this. Thankfully, this is on our podcast page, so Instagram won't be censoring it. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more talking about COVID-19. Do we have a president? America, the world, the new world order, the technocracy, and more is all on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
So don't get offended, you snowflakes safe space, fineless dependence. I'ma work my bloody hands to the bone, while you dream about the day that you could get Roger Stone. The deep state, man, your cover is blown. About time that you sent Tommy Robinson home. Top off the jet, you did a lot of things you'll regret. Bill Clinton flying up in that Lolita Express. Shame on. You're not a racist if you voted for Trump. You're not a bigot if you wear a MAGA hat and get jumped. You're not a sexist if your girl makes you breakfast. You're not a privileged white male. Just ignore the idiot leftists. This is where my family fought to survive. Where they thrive with the immigrants who worked till they died. And they never had a beef with any temple or tribe. This is media controlling your minds. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Don't tread on me, I won't tread on you. Cut me, I bleed red, white, and blue. Homegrown and down to get dirty. I'm a mean south with my old 30-30. Brother, we can get it if you cross that line. You can take a look at my American mind. Fly over, drop him right on top. You know, just be. Shame on the man with the long tongue. Black eyes, they want you to run from. This land gonna break down the middle. Picking up steam like a Tennessee fiddle. Shame on the bullies in the blue states. Rocking video games with your roommates. You don't want to go to war with the right side. We've been looking forward to a fight for a long time. Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because... Food supplies have been... 
forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course. Not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first. The places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it. The place we've been trying to get back to. Safe at last, we've found our way home. Salutations, people. Yeah. Check it out. Since we're talking about all these drugs, Amazon is beginning to sell prescription drugs to prime customers. Amazon CEO of Jeff Bezos, the world's richest man, isn't letting COVID-19 pass without wringing all the old juice from the limit. Seems like he's getting Amazon involved in drugs. Are you surprised though? That is a villain 
the Into the Void mix by Ariel. I think I might be a villain, guys. I think I might be a bad man. Bad J. I had this theory the other day that the E for EJ doesn't stand for Evil J. It stands for Electronic J. That's right. I'm not real. I'm fake. I'm a creation of the internet. Yeah, that's what E stands for in EJ. Electronic J. And I'm just being a nerd and being goofy. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into the second segment of the Instagram Live, where we're going to be joined by you guys and more. Hopefully, uh, I'll shoot you straight. I kind of have to be on the road in a little less than an hour if I'm going to make it to my next appointment. So if we don't get a fair amount of like guests to join us, I unfortunately had to cut this short because the timer didn't pop down. I don't know how long that last one was. It didn't let me know. I'm going to have to cut this short if we don't get, not even if, I'm going to have to cut this live short so I can make it to my next appointment. Um, I'm just letting you guys know up front. Currently right now it's 2.49 p.m. Mount Standard Time uh, to be where I need to be. I need to be out of here at least by 3.30. No later than. Um, so yeah, I'm just letting you guys know up front. I hope we get a fair amount of requests. Uh, if not, this is me just letting you guys know that I will have to go. So yes, um, <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. Yes, join us, Transcendence. Yes, let me uh, let me do like a little quick preamble and then I'll get you in here um, and then go ahead and get started. I had to, I have to give a quick shout out to with my girls, Shania, I told her I would. I don't know what I'm shouting her out for, um, other than the fact that I see her trying to, I see her learning, I see her getting woke, I see her talking about Je uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey testifying before Congress and getting involved. Um, and so I guess if anything, that'd be a good way for me to kind of talk about a couple things and then I'll get our guests on in here. Um, you know, everybody's waking up at different levels of the game. And I think that somebody like myself being involved in this for several years, I expect a little bit more from everybody, but I have to understand it's being here for that several years that kicks down the door for everybody else. Uh, and so I'm very grateful, you know, to have people like Transcendence Consciousness, uh, like Kalinda, you know, like Rita that joined us just last week, like everybody that joins us, I'm very grateful uh, to have a platform like this where people can come and have these kind of conversations. And so to give a shout out to Shania, I'll put her page attached to this, uh, for going down that journey. It's actually very hard to do by yourself, but I'm glad that you're taking the steps and you're getting involved, or you're at least trying to raise awareness about some of these things because people truly don't know. And I'm glad that you are getting involved. Um, I realize a lot of the stuff that we talk about and that we cover on the page is extraordinarily heady. And I guess that's because I've been desensitized or yeah, probably just, 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 just that desensitized from covering it all and doing it all, uh, that I don't have the same perspective as others. And so I just appreciate it whenever there's other people that step into this and try to take on that mantle of work, of waking up other people, of putting out information, of trying to get into the fight. 
So congrats, Shania, and everybody else that's listening. If the shoe fits, I'm very glad that you're in this fight now. Uh, you heard me talk about how I'm going to be leading some anti-lockdown protests. I don't think that's the case. I think that I will be working with other groups who are leading uh, the anti-lockdown protests, as well as lawsuits against our governor. And that's the type of stuff that I like to do now, you know, is, 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 is really trying to show people what they can do and getting out there. Um, speaking of getting out there, you know, then I'll start pulling on people from this. I live in, I live in, uh, I live in Albuquerque and this past weekend there was a, a ride rally forward slash stop the steal rally. And for people that don't know, there ain't jack squat out here in Albuquerque. And so whenever we had our route, we went from essentially the top of Albuquerque through Albuquerque all the way to a church. So we basically took a straight line all the way down, down central to end up over there at Legacy Church. And what I found so almost symbolic and transformative was the responses we were getting at the start of the ride, when we were leaving tramway, when we were going down central, I think we got, I think we got to maybe Louisiana or Pennsylvania. And then that's whenever people started shouting at us and screaming obscenities. Somebody told me, how are you? Like they shouted at me. I saw it in their face. Like, how are you even black? <laughs> See, it was, it was hilarious. Um, it was hilarious because I don't know how that chick was able to think so fast, but she shouted out her rage that fast. And so it was just almost symbolic going from the mountaintops through the, through the depths of the city, uh, seeing the people who are going to bars in the middle of the day, getting drunk, getting lit while we're taking a ride through it and having them, you know, hurl, hurl cuss words, obscenities, whatever else could, they could just project only for us to end up at a church. It was like, it was symbolic. That's what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to convey to you guys is that I went to an event this past week and a protest as well. And it was almost symbolic seeing the, seeing the love, experiencing the quagmire, experiencing that, 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 that confusion only to end up at a church where there were some altercations later on. Um, and I'm actually very proud that me and some of my boys were able to help neutralize and resolve that situation, even though we had no, no ties to the organizers of the event. But, but what I'm trying to say is, because I'm just talking about the stuff that I'm doing now from the protests to the rallies, to the donations, to the events and stuff. What I'm, what I'm trying to get across to you guys is people want to know. People are ready to learn. People want to give a crap, but they don't know. They don't know how to care. They don't know what to care about. And that's part of where I feel like we are right now is we're, we're kind of that door kicker that tells people up front like how bad stuff is and we let people sort things out on their own time because there's another battle force down the line. And so when I get up here week after week and talk about this type of stuff, this is me saying, listen, I'm the tip of the spear. I'm already up in this. You got to get in where you fit in and only you can figure out what you bring to the table. Do not listen to the comment. Do not listen to the comments of others dictating to you how you should live your life. You should be more comfortable with who you are as you experience this life and it refines that individual character. I think that's what I was trying to say. I, ho I hope that came off the right way. 
I hope that didn't come off like I'm over here beating up people in the middle of the streets and doing stuff. I hope that's that's definitely not what I'm trying to say. Let me go ahead and get people on and then we'll continue on. I don't have much time. Join us and bless us with your kind words. Oh. Hello? Oh, hey, Transcendent. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. So I won't uh, be too long because I heard that you have some things that you need to do after this transmission. Um, I just had a comment and, and then I had a question. Um, I saw how riled up people were getting about, you know, the elections and everything. And I don't think that people really understand what America is in that it's not a country like they are perceiving it. It's actually a corporation. Yeah. And so within a corporation, you have to understand, yeah, shareholders get a vote, but you have to understand that those that hold the majority of the interest within the company have the real, you know, buying power, so to say. So when you really think about it, how much do our votes count versus those politicians that are in, you know, the depths of the government or the corporation, so to say? Yes. How much do we really have a say? Um, and then I wanted to ask, so I know that there has been a trend for people to uh, claim their national status. I was in the process of doing it. However, I had to kind of halt um, because I am still in school and things like that. But I wanted to know your thoughts on you know, this forced vaccine and the American nationals, do you think that they will be immune from it? Um, I'll answer the separate American nationals because I'm not too curious. I'm not, I'm not too sure what you mean by that. But okay. The, actually, go, go with that. And I'll, I'll answer the COVID vaccine on the heels of that. Okay, so an American uh, national is basically the highest status that anybody could claim on the land. Um, you're, in, you're claiming your indigenous status, and so you're not being held or beholden to the laws of the corporation because you have exited the corporation. So in essence, you, you know, you kind of um, surrendered your straw man status. Like whenever so you renounce your citizenship? Exactly, exactly. And they claim, they claim their sovereignty, um, being indigenous to the land and things like that. You know, I'm actually very much behind that. I've definitely heard people talk about uh, being like a sovereign citizen and things like that. Is that, right. is that somewhat along the lines of what you're it, talking about? It's the, yes, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend it. Um, the thing is, is we have, we have jackbooted cops that don't understand the constitution or the law themselves. So when we talk about being, you know, sovereign citizens advocating like our citizenship and having that protected, most uh, most governing bodies or most law enforcement uh, uh, agencies, unfortunately, don't recognize that. Even whenever that is the case, um, I think it's very crazy to see that happen because you have people renouncing their citizenship at like record rates, aware of this. But what's happening now to kind of touch on what you were talking about, America being a corporation, is now since we have been bought out, the Constitution and these rights that we did uphold have kind of been thrown out of the window. This exactly. Is why, this is why whenever you have uh, people like Joe Biden and uh, Hunter Biden who have been compromised, not by the Russians, but by the Chinese, they're not compromised. Mm -hmm. They've been bought out. And this is a yep. business transaction. They expect to get what they paid for. And that's the thing. Exactly. So 
so uh, uh, I'm not sure if that answered your question, but that's that's kind of where we're at right now. It does, it does. And so, you know, it, it does answer portions of my question because like you said, there, there are law enforcement officials that don't even know yeah. the laws that they are trying to uphold. You know, they, they think they work for the corporation. They're really working for the people. And so they don't even know how to recognize or really read that somebody is no longer a part of the corporation. And so with the way that they are uh, laying out the plan and they're having us buy into the plan, okay, mm -hmm. the fact that they're going to come into people's houses, come into people's businesses and force this vaccine upon people, you know, what, what time are they going to have to go ahead and look through your, your paperwork to see that you are, in fact, a national? And so if they, they are in such a rush because I think they were trying to, how many people were they trying to vaccinate? Entire like it was record numbers. Seems like. Right, but the speed that they're trying to do it, you know, what time are they going to really have to take the, the do the due diligence to really check, okay, is this person a citizen? Are they a national? And at the end of the day, do they really care? No. At this point, they, they don't see us so much as, uh, they don't... They see us as chattel. They see us as exactly. they see us as, as as a way for them to monitor this experiment that they're conducting on society. Uh, because even if we try, that's that's they're gonna. I, I hear exactly where you're coming from. You know, with, with how this is set up. If we were sovereign, if we were free, would they have the ability to do this to us? Uh, right. The thing is, is whenever you're looking at a corporation, they will try to find so many different ways to subvert your privacy and your rights that even if you, if, if, so like say you don't own your house, right? Um, mm -hmm. Stay somewhere you sign like a document saying that the company or AmeriCorp could come confiscate your house if you didn't pay X amount of bills over a extended period of time. Right. That right there would negate the, would, 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 would negate the reality of you being a sovereign citizen because the sovereign citizen signed this contract and that's what America would, would, would honor, not the sovereign individuality. It would honor the contract and the money. Right. That's the sad part is we are not a, like you said, we're not a country. We're a corporation, but we got a businessman running the corp right now. Yep, exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. I completely agree. And so really, you know, and I'm somebody that, that advocates for neutrality because I feel like if you go either way, you're really lending your energy to that creative, you know, um, mm -hmm. process. And you're actually bringing that into fruition. But with something like this, you know, how do you really remain neutral? How do you remain in that, that safe space, you know, to not allow your, your energetic, your, your creativity to be siphoned and manipulated to actually bring to fruition what they're trying to do. Well, that's what I, I, I'm right there with you. You know, this is the vax, they, they can't forcibly inject this with, inject it into you. If so, it's assault with a deadly weapon. And if that's the case, then it needs to be handled as an assault and to have that threat neutralized. But see, that, that's, that's how that course of thinking would go. They're not, gonna, mm -hmm. they're not gonna come rushing up to your door saying, let us inject you. They're going to come at you saying, well, it's time for your monthly shot. Did you want your health care? Did you want your benefits? Then you have to get your shots. The, 
the legalese behind the metaphysical and spiritual <laughs> overriding like human human DNA is just that they have to get us to buy into our enslavement instead mm-hmm. of us being aware of it. Like that's 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 why this is also new right now and how we don't have like defined answers is because they've already asked for regulatory flexibility. They said they're gonna use the military to distribute it. They've already said that if 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 you refuse it, police can come to your house and put you in a detainment facility, which which at that point truly eliminates all of your rights, which is something that we should even be, be even more worried about. So sadly, mm-hmm. the only thing that we can do right now is use this time period we have to come up with religious exemptions, uh, 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 personal, uh, per, what is it, conscientious objector positions, third party positions and stuff like that. We have to have that discussion about religious freedom and, and, and what is allowed inside of our body, like my body, my rights. But because because that's sounds silly, but because that's been attributed to the left, you have people on the right that don't, that don't really understand this. And so it's a, it's a, it's a crap show. That's the sad part. They have got us pinned between a rock and a hard place trying to mm-hmm. figure out how, how we maintain our health sovereignty as they try to pull us into, to, to conformity and into assimilation. So I wish I could, I wish I had a more, even pulling us further though even pulling us further because that's the programming that we were born into i mean we're not we don't seem to be that far in age you know and so i for as long as i can remember the programming that we have been born into has been to detach us so much from ourselves that we become contingent upon society Yes. So they've gone to go ahead and eradicate individuality altogether. That's what leads and, and continues to perpetuate, excuse me, the traumas. Yes. And as a psychotherapist, a holistic psychotherapist, that's the bulk of my work. It's helping people clear their current and epigenetical uh, traumas. You know talking, what I'm saying? Because talking, it, it's just perpetuating. I was talking about this before we started this segment, the legalization of drugs, intoxicants, and suggestions. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you were listening, but that yep. is to, again, pacify the population and normalize dissociative behavior, suspending logic. Getting people addicted to these types of drugs makes it so that they're not able to communicate and connect with themselves much deeper. That's also Correct. why they want you to put on the mask. That's why they say, 15 days of slow to spread, just wear your mask, we'll get through this, be a hero. <laughs> it's, to, it's to disassociate yourself from yourself so that you, so that you join the collective. Exactly. That's, that's a lot of what what's happening right now uh, is 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 the normalization of dissociative behavior, uh, the emboldening of mob mentality, and the destruction of the sovereign individual. That's that's, yep. that's that COVID nineteen is an anti human agenda. Correct. Correct. And and it's that normalization that's the opiate of the people now. Yes. It's no longer the religion. Well, who said they were able to control us from you know with religions you know long ago when they taught us to go against our own sense of spirituality and spirituality is only the way that you connect back to the creator however that may be so they gave us this religion to kind of keep us nullified and complacent with the fact that we separated from who we truly are 
the, the longer they can keep us within this separate and disenfranchised state, the longer we'll go ahead and continue to allow our energy to be siphoned to create the agendas and the, the futures that they are looking to create. Amen. But not enough of us know that we can create our realities just like that. Okay. And if we stop allowing ourselves to buy into the predictive programming, like people are saying that, you know, the Simpsons, the guy time travel, he's not time traveling. He's putting it out there mm -hmm. so that you can watch it, allow it to allow that reality that they're putting on that television to integrate with your psyche so that you go ahead and you help them create that future. Well, that's, that's why they say that we are history's actors. We are, we yes. are the one. They put the script out there. We have a choice. Do we go through this or do we open up a new timeline? They have agendas for the different timeline, but ultimately we still have a choice. If we decide to go down the path that they want, they'll have us in chains. If we decide to take our lives by our hands, become the architects of our own future, yes, yes. we have other agendas, but it allows for us to have a little bit more leeway. That's why whenever I come up and talk about all this stuff, I explain it in that capacity because Yes, this is one agenda. This is one timeline. Certain actions will put us on another. This is why when you have people doing anti-lockdown protests uh, in Michigan, in New York, they get replicated around the world. And then we begin to have that narrative. But people don't understand the power of, of, of creating a narrative and how, how essential that is the, to exemplifying the human spirit. Uh, just last week, I was talking about how a gun, a sword, a knife, a bat, a bow and arrow, how all these different types of weapons are just uh, physical manifestations of self-determination, how they are literally just defensive tools that allow for us to grab fate by the, by the strings <laughs> and say, we're going to do this, and I'm going to fight anybody else that goes against it. You know, I, 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 was, I was thinking about this when you were talking about how they use TV, media, and all this other stuff to, 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 to predictively program the future. Just to tie in like the vaccine, since we're talking about it, one, mm -hmm. of the, one of the conversations I have with our exclusive members is how this vaccine, and it talks about it in the Bible, how when you receive the mark of the beast, you'll be cut off from God. You think, my God, how could that happen? Well, you said it right there. Right now, we are on the natural lineage and the natural progression of a normal human life. This vaccine that they're trying to inject us with is going to augment our natural human existence. It's going to cut us off from God. I'll take it a step further. Uh, Elon Musk's brain-to-machine neural interface, his brain chip, Neuralink, where does it sit? He has a little diagram where it sits like right here behind, behind wow. the ear. But what else wow. is behind the ear in that same region? Your pineal gland. Yep. You heard about this thing called Bluetooth or Wi-Fi? emitting EMF frequencies, if that thing emits EMF frequencies that close to your brain, where do they say the seat of God is? In your head, it's gonna cut you off from God. Exactly. They understand that we get that we, that, that we get our orders from God. That's where your rights come from, God-given rights that are just written down. We mm -hmm. get our orders from God. They're trying to cut us off. They're trying to, they're trying to figure out ways to get you addicted to drugs, get you addicted to television, get you addicted to diso dissociating from reality. Yep. Because this is the core reality that we're talking about, how to understand like that multidimensional aspect of humanity and how to, how, again, how to ask God for clarity, for, for understanding and more. They want to cut that off. Exactly. So look at these people learning. Look at these people accessing different parts of their, uh, of, of their existence. 
we can't do that. Let's tell them that we're going to take care of their health, give them vaccines. We'll give them free health care, free education, free tuition, free everything. They are domesticating us and severing our relationship with God. Exactly, exactly. And then they have uh, somebody that took the trial and said that he or she did not feel God anymore, could not feel God anymore. Wow. Yeah. And the face you're making is the exact face I made. I said, oh, my God, they have stripped this individual of his or her own humanity. That's they have effectively done so. That's almost terrifying to literally think about because we, we, we could talk about fluoride in the water. We could talk about calcification of the pineal gland. We could talk about a lot of different things. But somebody, somebody verbally stating I don't feel like I'm connected to God. Yeah. That's terrible because you're yeah. literally, you're, you're like, you're in a weird way, in a, you're cursed. In a weird way, you, you would be cursed because you'd be cut off from God. You'd not, you, you wouldn't let him like that. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the right words to respond to that. Um, it's, it's, it's almost terrifying to think about, you know, and I think that's why, Given, given the nature of what we're discussing, I think that's probably why it's been talked about in the Bible, prophesied, because this is something that, if given the chance, would wipe out creation as a whole. We're talking about how this is going to affect us in this generation. We're not talking about, again, the epigenetic aspect, how this is going to affect our children, how this is going to affect their children. Mm -hmm. um, will they understand what God is? They, you know. Think exactly stuff like this just crosses my mind whenever you make that kind of comment yeah yeah and it's 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 very disheartening because like you said you know we're thinking about right now but how is this going to affect later generations how is this trauma even the fact that we're talking about this you know it's it's good to speak about this because it's allowing you know us to give a voice to that trauma that we're holding on internally but still, that trauma gets encoded into our DNA, and we pass that down. Yes. So it's a, a cycle. We still, to be completely honest with you, EJ, we still haven't really healed as a people, both melanated and non-melanated, as a people from the effects of slavery. It's in this generation and the next that we will really begin to cleanse ourselves from that, because that survives at least 14, 15 generations, up to 20. Yeah, I'm from I'm, exactly. I'm fourth generation free, freed American, free slave. Wow. You see? Yeah. You see? And yeah. so now we're compounding that trauma <laughs> with the trauma that we're facing with this whole COVID situation, with this whole, you know, the, the social and race wars and all, everything is just being compounded. How are we really going to get a chance to really cleanse from it? so that we do not pass it down to future generations. I mean, I help people do that. But I mean, you know, within the, the uh, uh, you know, perspective of the collective, because I'm only one person. <laughs> I can too, do huh? as much as I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the fact that we're still cleansing from that in our history and then it, we're, you know, being inundated with this, it's almost like a... a, a a never-ending cycle yes well and and that's that's where you know when we take a step back and look at look at the chronology of all this stuff you know that i i could see how 
there are brief periods of human history that are just like wiped out. I could see how we're like, what I'm trying to say is we're, we're entering into a intellectual dark age, a spiritual dark age, and just an overall dark period in time. And I can see how we're setting up an infrastructure so these people can hold on to power for as long as they can. I can see how blocks of our history has been missing because you get evil, corrupt people in power and they, they either book burn, they censor, they destroy stuff, and they take away the keys for, for, for humanity to liberate themselves and at the same time pave a better future. Because I mm -hmm. feel like we're, the sad part is, is we're going into a, a, a high-tech version of bondage. Like you're talking about slavery. I was saying I'm first, fourth generation free slave. Everybody's yeah. going into, into, into a, a, a new slavery now. That's why it's even talked about in the Bible and prophesied there. You will neither be able nor to buy nor sell without receiving the mark. High or low, you're going to receive it. Now, who has control of that? And how long does this thing last? That's what people need to ask. Like, you right. know, how long does technology last? How long is Facebook going to be here? Mm -hmm. if this, is, this, is, this, this is Facebook before it gets uh, broken up. What else is going to happen down the line, too? Right. This is, this is, I know this, this all sounds wild. Somebody in the chat right now just said, bye-bye privacy. In the future, privacy is going to be like a commodity. You're going to buy that like bacon. You're going to buy that like, 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 like rubies or like diamonds. You're going to say, oh, my God, I can't wait to have at least two hours by myself. Two yeah. hours where I'm not connected to the net. Two hours where I'm not having to you know, swipe ads or, or run around and collect my cryptocurrency. Like you yeah. said beforehand, we are we we were made perfect and whole in how God created us. And what these mm -hmm. people are trying to do is overwrite that natural progression. Uh, I've, right. said, I've said it over here on the show time and time again. It's very apropos, given your name, transcendent consciousness, that we were <laughs> supposed to go through a dramatic enlightenment period right now. Exactly. That we, that we were supposed to enter into a new, as they say, Kali Yuga, a new cycle, the age of Aquarius. But mm -hmm. they didn't want that. They read the same star charts. They said, wow, if we get, if we let these people wake up, they'll overthrow us. Yes. We won't have power anymore. And we'll be the ones enslavement, enslaved. So they thought smart. They gave us the smartphones. They made us dumb. They made us domesticated and capitulated. They robbed us of our creativity and our spirit. And so now they're so great. We've already taken up space in their mind. We are, we're already telling them, don't have Thanksgiving. Don't have Christmas. How much further can we take it? Put the mask on this way. Put the mask on that way. How yeah. much further can they take it? And this mm -hmm. is what people are thinking about. How far does this type of technocratic rule, by technocratic dictatorial rule by a tiny elite, how far does it extend? We're not, exactly. I'm not thinking about just now. I'm thinking past me. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm grateful for the <laughs> life I've been given. Oh, my God. Yeah but I can only hope to do the work that I can now to pave the way for my kids so that they don't have to incur it. So they don't have to experience all of this. And that's where a lot of people need to be thinking. We're not thinking exactly. we're being very selfish in how we approach this. We need to be doing stuff for everybody else, not just ourselves. And you know what? That's the key. That's the key because we are in such a time and as much as we can say, horrible things are happening. This is still an amazing time to be alive because we have the opportunity. Like I had um, shared with you, I think the first time that I was, you know, meeting with you, that veil has lifted. 
we see plain as day what they're planning to do. And because we have that vision, we have the ability to perceive what they're doing, we can actually play chess with them. We're not playing checkers to a chess game. You understand what I'm saying? We can go ahead and take the necessary steps to really claim back our sovereignty. And I'm not talking about, you know, being an American national. I'm talking about those God-given rights that we are bestowed upon because we are micro versions of the macro. Yes. We're now in a time where we can go ahead and create the reality that we want to leave you know, our children with, we want our legacy to be, but in order for us to do that, we have to come to one accord. The collective needs to awaken to their true power. Stop allowing, you know, these, these individuals, I'm not going to say people because they don't have the heart and compassion of people. Yes. Call them what they want to siphon our energy. They're doing what they were made to do. They're black, you know, black souls. Black souls siphon energy. So they're doing what they're doing. We can't really get mad at what they're doing. We need to get mad at ourselves because we're not taking, we're not assuming the power that we have been born with. We're not assuming our God-given sovereignty. And that's why they're winning. Or that's why it looks like they're winning. I have a, I I only got a couple minutes. But oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Other people <laughs> didn't send requests, they slacked. Maybe they'll learn next time. Um, you know, you, you said it right there. The truth is, inherently we know what's required of us. Some of us are just too chicken neck scat, too, too chicken neck coward to do it. And I say that from like my own personal experience, man. Like, I'm, I should have been doing protests. I should have been doing rallies. I should have been doing this stuff long ago. This is stuff that should be underneath my resume. I should be trying to lead people. Should The same way I'm having these conversations, this needs to go out there. Inherently, mm-hmm. everybody knows what they should be doing and what they could be doing, but the fear has us gripped. And that's why yep. it's winning, is because we're, we're, we're playing in the cowardice instead of embracing that courage. Our children in the future don't need cowardice and fear. What they need is love, courage, and strength. And Thank I think that not only to yourself, but to me, man, and to everybody else that's out there listening, thinking, oh, I'm one person. Are you? Greta Thunberg is one person. George Soros is one person. Donald Trump is one person. Biden's one person. There's a million. Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Buddha, Jesus. There's all kinds of one people that help radically change what's going on. But the problem is, is there's not that spirit of courage. We're being shown fear. We're being shown things to hate and to run from. But we're not embracing that courage. We're not seeing what that what what that fear is supposed to turn us into. It's supposed to make us stronger. It's exactly us. It's supposed to make us say, you know what? I'm stronger than this. But instead, we cower, and that's why it grows stronger. Um, Exactly. I like like making alliterative things sometimes, Uh, and I remember last year spamming this message that as evil evolves righteousness must rise to meet it to quell it and evil is beginning to spread like a poison like a disease like a virus like coronavirus and if that's the case (laughs) then we need to boost our immune system so that that demon that virus can't get in us we need to build up we need to buck up get stronger and put and put a lot of this stuff in its place 
Because I swear, yeah. the only reason it's gotten like this is because you don't have people embracing the courage, shouting it back, putting it in its place, and telling and saying no more. No more. Exactly. Exactly. People need to get their spiritual hygiene up. And you know, yes. people don't recognize. Yes, we are presented with dichotomies. Yes, we are presented with, um, you know, duality. But understand that that contrast. See, I always tell people things never happen to you. They happen for you. Yes, and it happens. You allow these experiences to come into your life experience to bring you closer to the God source. You allow it because it's meant to evolve you and elevate you back to the God source. So when you understand this, you reprogram, you reframe how you perceive these, you know, obstacles and how you perceive these traumas because you realize that it's only meant to go ahead and allow you to elevate. Yes. Okay. Contrast comes to you so that you can come into more awareness of who you truly are like you were saying that spirit of fear if fear is coming to you that's to go ahead and encourage and spark and ignite that inner courage that is dwelling within you you're not supposed to remain in this state of fear no. you're supposed to rise to the occasion allow that courage to spark within you that's who you truly are so be thankful that the fear came into your existence because it showed you who you really are it showed you the qualities that you truly possess yes be appreciative of the contrast because it allows you to come into full awareness of who you really are you know i'm a i'm a 90s baby so i listen to a lot of rock and a lot of like alternative metal and stuff like mm -hmm. that and uh, punk rock i was listening to rise against the other day and they had a I was playing their song Six Ways Till Sunday, and in it, it says, um, like the chorus of it is, you're the new revolution. What is it? The, the, the angst-filled angst adolescent. You're the new revolution. The angst-filled adolescent. You fit the stereotype well. Mm. I laugh at that because I, I listen to this music. I listen, or I better yet, I listen to my music. And I just, I, I borderline get triggered uh, because I look at where I'm at now, listen to the stuff that I, I, I used to listen to. What I'm trying to say is I was born for a time like this. Yes. Only one, only one I'm hurting is everybody else that's following by not stepping into it. So when you guys see me come up over here and have these like, these internal moral like conflicts, it's because of everything we're talking about right here. I know full well what's required of me, but I still want a family, man. I still want a normal life, but I'm having to ask that question of if is a normal life worth it underneath these circumstances? Right. Would you want anyone to have a normal life under these circumstances? You got to have an abnormal life so you can appreciate that normal life. And I'll say yep. this to, I'll say this to start closing out because I, I, I do got to start going. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of people that are anti-veteran and anti-military. You hear the sentiment, you know, they went and fought wars so that you could have the freedom you have. That stuff's beginning to make sense when I'm telling you that I might have to sacrifice part of myself, part of my comfortability, so we don't have to get vaccines and shots like that. You don't think everybody else is having this conversation, looking at their wife and kids thinking, you know, I don't want this vaccine in you, and I have to do this in order so that that doesn't happen to you. These gut checks mm -hmm. are happening, like, unilaterally. 
And that's why I know something's going to take place. I'm just hoping that I'm on the right side of history if I do make this sacrifice. Uh, but transcendent, this has been a very, very powerful, uh, quick little chat. My God, the time flew by. Wow. It did. Wow. I Thank was hoping you. to get other folks in here, but we were just firing I'm on so all sorry. cylinders, weren't we? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm so thankful, you know, to go ahead and share these thoughts with you and your audience. I uh, truly am appreciative. I appreciate you coming in and talking about spiritual hygiene and how necessary it is. Yes. Um, and everything else that you bring, man, because everybody brings something different to the table. And that's why I try to do this, uh, is because we, in Lakesh, I am another you. Iron sharpens iron. We yes. are all we have. And we've got to get better. This is that's why we do this. Is because every week it intensifies, and this is somewhat of a a sit rep, a status update to see how well we are and where we're at. So I, I really am grateful that you joined us and gave us your wisdom. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for all you do, and thank you for doing what you can to go ahead and elevate the consciousness. I'm so appreciative, and I will be contacting you in regards to those promos and things like that that we did discuss. So thank you so very much. Uh, you're always welcome. You always got a home <laughs> over here. Be safe. Uh, you too. You too. Abundant blessings to you and all of your you know, followers, your entire audience. Thank you. I'll talk Thank to you, soon. you. All right. Bye bye. There she goes. You know, I uh, I love that we are having like regular guests on the lives. It um hits me right there. I appreciate that. I would do a whole long spiel uh, to go ahead and cut stuff out, but I'm running up against the clock. I'll put her page in the description bar below. Again, that is transcendent consciousness, talking about AmeriCorps and spiritual hygiene. Uh, and more, a lot of different things. Very, very powerful talks. Um, I love it whenever people join in. I wish I had more time to hang out with you guys, but unfortunately, I got to hit the road. Also got to stop by UPS, drop some stuff off. Uh, I will be back again with you guys, Lord willing, coronavirus free next week at the same time. Uh, I will learn not to schedule any appointments beforehand so I can be clear-minded when I come chat with you guys because I deeply do respect you. That's what I was trying to say in the first segment. I said that to our exclusive members. I deeply respect and appreciate the opportunity you guys have been given me because of everything we discussed here and more. The times are perilous and they're very short, but we're all we have and we got to get to work. We don't get, we don't get days off and we don't get the luxury of laziness nor ignorance. We have to embrace these things. Like I said before, sometimes to put the fire out, sometimes to extinguish the fire, you got to jump boosh right in it. And that's what we're trying to do. Uh, but I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera Freedom Faction. That was our guest, Transcendent Consciousness. Hopefully you guys hear from her more as well. Um, and yeah, we will be back here again with you guys, Lord willing, coronavirus free next week. Hopefully they don't put me like in a quarantine facility. Pray for me. Um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below, as well as all the other uh links and things that I provided throughout this, this transmission. Um, and remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Arum, Freedom Faction.